Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back. Happy holidays to everybody. I hope that your holidays are feeling warm and cozy. (laughs) Yes. Um, You know, the holidays have been... Usually, it's little, like, sad, spooky feeling during the holidays, like, in New York alone. Um, But this time around, honestly, it's been, like, so nice. On Christmas Eve, I went to, like, one of my friend's house and, uh, like, one of her really good friends made pozole. And it was, like, really just cute and calm. And then, like, on Christmas Day, um, my, like, friends showed up, like – my really good friends who also moved here kind of at the same time I did. And then two of my friends also showed up and they like brought food and it was just like a really unexpected, like cute little Christmas moment. And I was like, this is so wholesome and so much better than last year when I was like in the pits of despair. So it's been, the holidays have been good this year for me. What about you? They've been mostly good. I mean, anytime I get like a little break from the routines, good. I've been like really focusing on like I don't know I've been I take my own advice to heart a little too much sometimes and so when we did the soft launching the year I've just been kind of thinking about like what I do want to soft launch and um drilling down on like I think sometimes like there's like two sides of like a coin where someone who doesn't want to change at all and then someone who has like so much change that they want to do it becomes like paralyzing and I feel like I'm always like trying to do like ah, like I just want a lot to change all at once and so I get overwhelmed so sat down I was like okay let's break this down yeah I saw something about that kind of recently and it's like how some people plan out their years and it's like basically like work like you should break it down by quarters so you have like quarter goals and like quarter things that you're trying to get done And then you break them down to specific like things that you need to hit in order to like reach those goals. Actually, it makes a lot of sense to look at your next year like like in a fiscal calendar. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a work calendar. I mean, it's good because it like that also breaks it up into like Mm -hmm. biteable chunks, you know, like instead of a whole year. It's a little and I honestly think I was I think I had to break it down to like. I don't know, tasks that I want to do per week, but like very little, like one hour, you know, like this is going to take me one hour to accomplish. I need to do these 10 things over the next 10 weeks. So yeah, I feel a lot better, bro. Have you heard of solid core? No. Okay. It's like, oh, it uses a Pilates reformer, which is like the little, have you ever seen those? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not Pilates. Okay. They caught a little bit of heat recently because of some, interesting marketing choices but i went today i thought i was gonna fucking throw up i've never worked so hard at a work i mean i'm gonna be honest i've almost exclusively eaten peanut butter oatmeal chocolate chip cookies over the past three days so that was probably a little bit of it but oh my god girl i got the obliques i got everything but that's what i love about a good workout class is where i'm like fighting for survival so i literally can't stress out for like an hour yeah, it's like the best part of it, and so I came out of that class being like, "Clear headed, feeling good, ready baby." To go, nice, nice. We always love that. We do love that. I'm in the opposite today. I'm spacey and tired, and just feeling like I want to be cozy. I want to take a bath after this. I want to go to bed. I'm ready to wrap myself up in a blanket, force my cat to love me, and call it a night. 
Do you but have be- any? Do you have huh? any, Do you have a Switch? Do you have any gaming consoles? Yeah. Yeah. You should get some cozy games. I'm playing this new game. It's called <laughs> Wild Farms. Wild Farms. Babes, okay. I'm obsessed with farming fairy games okay you think oh there's only a couple there's like three four five of those i've like beat every farm related fairy game on the market but there's something about pretending to be a fairy who has just a little farm that just <laughs> that really, really gets chills that. me out yeah I've, I've actually been playing fortnite i have an xbox okay. so i got back into fortnite i'm out here you know smacking 11 year olds I, I have been it. playing a little bit, yeah. But I get sucked in, and I have things to do, you know, so I can't play for that long. But, yeah, no, today will be a cozy day. Well, today is, like, a new moon, a full moon. It's, like, the last full moon of the year, and, like, for the Whoa. astrology girlies, and, yeah, it's, like, a full moon in Cancer. And there's, like, little things that you can do to, like, set intentions and manifest and stuff like that. So sometimes I like to follow those, also because they're just good journal prompts. Like, if you go into some of the astrology things, they're just really good journal prompts to get you to, like, what do I want to, like, go off or what am I, like, hoping for next year and things like that. Um, So that's just kind of, like, what I plan on doing tonight. Just having, like, a real chill, cozy time by myself. My roommate has been gone uh, for, like, four days. And at first I was, like, worried because, like, sometimes when my mental health is doing not so good, I don't, like, being alone mm-hmm. but like she's been gone and I'm like it's kind of nice <laughs> I mean it's nice that you also have another living being with you so you're not yeah. like truly alone no. but I think that's growth that you are it's a new year yeah you're by yourself and you're feeling good about I'm it I'm feeling good I'm feeling Woo. good yeah today we're gonna talk about um feeling good by quitting yeah you should quit <laughs> You should quit. And Um, all the different ways to quit and all the things to quit from. And then you can be in such bliss and peace, (laughs) just like me. All right, (laughs) let's get into it. Let's get into the episode. All right. So I feel like there's like the saying, like, mama didn't raise a quitter. I think sticking with things is overrated. I think we should all quit more things. And these are all the things that I think we should quit. Like, I will say I'm kind of I sometimes wish my parents didn't let me quit, you know, soccer or gymnastics because I was. But then again, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to quit. There is the never give up mentality. I think that only applies to certain aspects in life. I think that we have carried that mentality onto fractions and sections of our lives that don't need that. Um, I would say a big one is like relationships. Another one is like work. Um, There's things that you navigate like when you get to be an adult that just are not as applicable to the never give up. I think that you should never give up if something is bringing you, like, joy. If something gives you joy and makes you feel, like, loved and makes your world a better place, then, like, yeah, don't quit that. But we have a lot of things that we carry for years, for seasons, for decades that we really should quit early. Um, We'll start with, like, your job. 
bitch. You should quit. You should quit. It's time. You know, I feel like you always know when you want to quit. And you, it, usually for me, I don't carry it out until like a few months. But I get to a breaking point where I'm like, all right, I think I've reached the end of the road. And I've only quit once on the spot, like where I had an issue. And I'm like, I literally hung up the phone call. Like my supervisor called me and Loki, she was being a little, a little cunty. All right. She was just not being very cool. Comes back from maternity leave, busting my balls for no reason. And I was just like, hmm, I don't need this. So we exit the call, call her back immediately. And I'm like, you know what? I, I you were, you're right. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe this is the right fit for me. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to put in my tweaks right now. <laughs> she was like, oh, um, she was like, well, you know, I was going to ask if you like, were liking like still like working here. Cause I know like you have like creative endeavors. And I was like, yeah, no, like, I think I'm good. And then I was pretty transparent. I was just like, cause it was like a job that I had from Seattle in New York. I was like, the pay is trash. I need a second job to maintain myself here. You cannot hold me in this job till 8 PM, like New York time, because I can't have a second job. That doesn't make any sense. And yeah. they told me I didn't have to do that. So I'm good. I'm good, girl. I'm good. Um, I don't recommend quitting cold like that. If you have the option not to, and you have the option to plan your next move, you know, I feel like that's better, but sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to quit. Okay. So I obviously like, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, you should always give two weeks notice. Let me tell you something. I've given two weeks notice and then get like a, you're off the schedule, never come back in type yeah. of thing where I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I was being nice and giving you guys two weeks notice and now I don't have income for two weeks, which obviously you want to like plan for that. But in certain situations, you just can't. Yeah. Like you should quit your job, dude. Um, Especially if you have like another thing lined up. And I believe that people kind of get collectively gaslit into staying into a shitty situation like you'll hear these things like oh like i won't say like oh the economy's really bad dude the economy's been bad we've not been doing good for a really long time so it's like but uh, like uh, the power of capitalism makes us all believe that we're like beholden to the jobs and we have no other options and i went to thailand and i realized like oh wow a lot like not everyone is locked into a job like there's other options out there there are other options i will say at least in my experience like the market is tough like i have multiple yeah. friends who've ha been unemployed for over six months um what i will say though is i feel like if you know that you're unhappy at the place where you work and you want to take a chance it does like obviously free up your time to look at other opportunities and sources of income but you do have to i feel like be flexible in that you know like Let's say you're looking within a job in, I don't know, like architecture and you're not getting a job in architecture. You might need to start branching out. You might need to start hustling. You might need to start making your own money. You might need to start. Do you have other passions and endeavors? Is Or is there like a job that you want and the only thing that's holding you back is like taking a course? For me, that's kind of like where I'm at, where like I want a creative job and I've been in merchandising. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to get a creative job? Is it really like a technical skill that I'm missing? Because I could just go learn that technical skill in six months. You know what I mean? So so it's really kind of like 
thinking about your next move in a way that's flexible based on your interests if you're not happy where you're at. But if you've been unhappy where you're at and your work culture is shit and is starting to be detrimental to your mental health. I know we had friends who worked like in like social work, um, like with, with children, they would be exposed to seeing very like graphic, sad things. And that would be like really detrimental for their mental health, for their well-being. And they stayed in it because when it was a source of income too, obviously they wanted to help. But at the end of the day, it was not a job that they were honestly fit for at the end of the day, you know, and it wasn't making them happy. So some situations like that, you like have to walk away from them and figure out your next move, even if it's like what you thought you were going to dedicate your life to. There is a lot of truth to saying it's a harder job market. But like, let's say it's going to take you six months to a year to find a new job. You have to start that time clock regardless. Like whether you stay at your current job that's making you terribly unhappy for another year, it still might take you six months to a year to find a new job. So at least kind of like dip your toe in the water of starting a new journey that hopefully makes you happier. Um, And then I think that like looking for a new job is kind of like looking for a new life partner where you should figure out what you want before you get into it because it's like, I know now like, Oh, Hey, this is what I'm looking for in a job. And some people value things at a different rate. And like, for me personally, like I really love work-life balance and what does that look like in my next position? And what are key words in a job description that are like red flags that are going to be like, this isn't the right fit. Smart, smart. So yeah, if you feel like quitting, you know, (laughs) Balls to the wall, fuck it, we ball. This is our year. Try something new. Be adventurous. Start that business. Send it. Figure it out. Sometimes you figure out that the grass isn't always greener, but you have to live through it. Like I really went from corporate and I was like, okay, I'm going to do a restaurant job and then I'm going to focus creatively. I did that. And then I was like, this is unrealistic for me and the lifestyle that I want to have, at least right now. Like this does not give me enough stability for me to maintain myself for the where I want to be. And that made me rethink a lot of things, but I needed to do it to figure that out for myself. So if you are willing to grind grit whatever um getting a, a different perspective is so is a kid it's so good some other things we think i think you should quit uh you know a lot of people you should you should quit your your situation your relationship some of your friendships i think that we need Family, to whatever we need to let go more more common than not i think as as somebody with abandonment issues all right um i used to like to keep people in my life because you know i just like i, I don't see the point of ending things in bad terms etc like i would put so many like cookie cutter excuses of clouded judgment as to why i just like could not let people go other than the fact that i just didn't want to fucking let them go um i i i should have been taught that lesson that i should have i should have given up I should have quit. Quit early too, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. way easier to get out early than it is to get out later. Um, honestly, like I feel like uh, we reevaluate a lot of things in our life. You know, we reevaluate our goals, and I don't think ever a lot of people once they're in a relationship, they like look at their relationship and it's like, is this what I want? Like, what goals do I have for this relationship? Like, is this fitting what I want and need out of my life? I think it's like more like a, do I have someone checkbox, but that's not enough. You should really feel like, are you being fulfilled in this relationship? Is this person listening to me? Is this person 
in the same places. Am I? I think another thing around the holidays that I feel like I didn't realize is like, uh, people like, is this person taking our relationship as seriously as I'm taking it? And would I like them to take me more seriously in our relationship more seriously? Or am I good with me giving more than they're giving? I felt like a lot of times when I've been seeing things on TikTok where I was like, oh, that's a weird thing I've never had to think about, about like holidays and like, oh, I want to spend holidays with him, but he wants to spend it with his family, yada, yada, yada. So just keep looking at your relationship, making sure it's still making you happy. There's a lot of people in like weird relationships surrounding me. So I'm always like, and sometimes you like work yourself up about these issues that are going on where I'm like, this is your choice, right? So like you kind of get to like, choose it and enjoy it or if it's a continuous problem where like you can't get past it like maybe you should quit like maybe you should just like let that go and I feel like your problem will be solved um if you actually just say enough um I think that one thing you should quit within relationships that it's it's like sad to say but it's hope so like I think like people linger on situations that they are not comfortable with because they have hope. They have hope somebody will change. They have hope somebody's going to call and change their mind. Like they just have hope that the situation is going to be different. And I think like the first thing you really like when you're in a situation that you're not comfortable and you don't want to be in, the first thing that you need to kind of kill is that sense of hope. There's that sense of possibility, like sense of possibility out the window. Like this is what it is. And this is where it's going to stay. Is there a possibility could change in the future? Sure. But like, I don't think like focusing on that is ever going to let you move on but quitting hope will and the second you catch yourself like being like well maybe no no yeah that, that no that is not gonna happen <laughs> we're quitting that thought right fucking now um and i would say sometimes in a lot of relationships situationships where you just started dating somebody the universe is gonna hand you out okay let's say you just started seeing somebody you're seeing like maybe they're not as serious as you want them to be. I feel like sometimes there's a conversation where the universe is going to provide you with an out. It, maybe you should take it. If the universe provides you with an out or multiple outs or you realize something, you're watching something and it kind of gives you that, the ick. The universe is providing you with another out. So I think it's just looking out for those outs and recognizing if whatever it is that you're still in is worth keeping based on how it makes you feel. I also feel like there's like varying degrees of how difficult quitting your relationship is okay if you live with someone have kids with them and you're married quitting that relationship's a lot harder than quitting a situationship but i see people who i would say like i don't want to say casually dating to like um like minimize how intense your emotions can feel but if you don't like live with your partner and you aren't attached financially to somebody you can really quit at any point. Like that's just you getting over the emotions of the situations and quitting. Cause like if you're not living with them and they're not making you happy and they're actually making you miserable, that's a really, it's a lot easier to quit that relationship than someone you've been wrapped up in financially and legally. So yeah, you know, if you're casually dating someone and they're not making you happy and like Berenice said, holding onto this hope that they're going to change it's actually just easier to get a new man, like TBH, like than trying to make this man work. It's better just to get a whole new one. <laughs> I don't even think you need to get a whole new one. I just think you need to quit and reassess if like, because sometimes when you're in a situation, you like really be losing yourself. Like why I think you should quit earlier than later 
is because like I look back at some of the like relationships and situations that I've been in the past that have lingered. And when I stayed after a specific boundary was, you know, crossed or whenever I, you know, pretended to be okay with things that weren't or whenever I would give like a second chance and nothing would change, I realized that even though I was communicating and standing up for myself, by me staying, I wasn't honoring my own boundaries. Therefore, it like psychologically fucked me up because I Mm. literally was abandoning myself to stay in this situation that I wasn't even happy in. So like a lot of like heat of my healing has been like a little bit of anger towards like a significant other, but also of myself. And like, one day I just really came to find like, I just need to forgive myself for abandoning myself like that for like letting myself not stand on my shit because I wanted a person to stay, even though that person could like was not making me happy. That situation was making me sad. So, you know, at the end of the day, like you are really doing a disservice to yourself. The more like you stay in a situation that you're uncomfortable with where people are not respecting your boundaries. So if you leave a situation knowing that like I honored my own boundaries, I was considerate of another human being and they couldn't meet me. You walk away so much more like content with like yourself because you knew like I did not let myself down. This situation just didn't play out and it's sad, but like knowing that like you are taking care of yourself, like for me, that feels so good. Oh man. I, uh, (laughs) when you're talking about like being mad at yourself because like you stayed regardless of how your boundaries were just not, were being crossed. I made me think of this line in Cardi B's be careful. It's like, you have me looking in the mirror different thinking I'm flawed because you're inconsistent. That song, when that came out, I was in pieces because I felt like it like spoke to something inside of me of like how kind of I let other people, um, how other people treat me reflect on how I felt about myself. And in, and like, kind of like when you're like, when I feel like I was young and immature, it was really easy for me to blame other people and even though they showed me exactly who they were and I stayed like, you know, so getting a little bit more mature is like seeing those same people. Cause the universe provides you with the same person in a different package to like test you again. And for you yeah. to be like, Hey, whoa, actually I'm not going to stay in this. Cause this is not how I like to be treated. And like, I'm confident in myself to know that this is not what I deserve. Yeah. And the thing about that is, like, people are going to bring you down with them, okay? (laughs) Like, happy people that are, like, content with their lives do not treat other people like shit. They just don't. And they also don't have time for that. But people that have, like, no direction, I, I mean, specifically in my, like, experience, men who have felt like maybe they're not in the place in their life they want to be or there's something up, they will try to humble me. And I am like, excuse me, because obviously, like, I feel like I'm secure in myself. Like, I feel like I, I have a bit like, you know, I, I have a lot going on for myself. They will try to humble me out of nothing, either with other women, like they, they will literally come for my self-esteem because their self-esteem is low. So if you recognize that in somebody that they're not treating you the way that you want to treat you, girl, they're trying to humble you and you need to get the fuck out of there. Because at the end of the day, like that is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Like how they treat you is how they treat themselves. You can only like love somebody in the way that you have the capacity to love yourself, to do things for yourself. And if they're treating you like, like they're treating themselves like shit, like 
they're not showing up for themselves, they're not going to show up for you. There's just no way. So That's quit early. Truth. Quit early. Okay. Let them let them get their life together. These people always come back. So like whatever you you know do you focus on yourself. Quit while you're ahead and you know like spend your time thinking of pretty thoughts and pretty things and putting good vibes into the world. <laughs> yeah, and like relating to. I mean, you should really, like, I've said this, I think, I don't say being humble is overrated, but like, in the way that someone trying to humble you, I don't think that's like, I think that's not something that someone should do. And I've seen that in friendships, where I'm like, I don't think I like this person, because I'm excited when they're succeeding, but they're not excited for me in that same way. Like, they're not showing up for me in that same way. And that's why I feel like sometimes you should quit friendships, because you should feel good about your friends. And like, you should be each other's hype men. And obviously, like, not everybody shows love in the same way, but they shouldn't be hating on you. And if you're feeling, like, a little bit of animosity and I'm big enough to, like, not big enough, I don't want to say, but, like, bitch, I like to call things out. Some people say I'm antagonistic in this way. But I just don't (laughs) like to, like, if I'm feeling some type of way about you, I kind of want to figure out, like, is this me or is this happening? Um... And yeah, people should lift you up. So if there's people around that are not lifting it up, then like, peace out. You should quit. You should quit. Yeah, friendships are hard to walk away because, I mean, you have a lot of history with people and it's not a relationship. So it's like, it's not like you're not talking to these people every yeah. day usually. You know what I mean? Um, but I think with friendships, one of my biggest lessons was like, obviously moving to New York and like having a big friend group and then seeing how that plays out when you're not like constantly hanging out with them. And one of the biggest things is like, I'd come back and people just like, wouldn't be really interested in, like, what has she been doing, like, in New York, which is fine. Like, I, I get it. I moved and I post on social media, so I'm sure, sure people would catch up with me. But then I think about, like, when other people go on trips or when people move away and when I see them again, I want to know everything about their things. Like, I get so happy when they have, like, a good thing going for them. And I never felt that energy being reciprocated. It was giving a little bit of haterade, okay? I no longer talk to any of those people. So, like, the haterade is still there. But... <laughs> but I don't know. I think there's a genuine feeling when you're surrounded with people with good energy that like are genuinely looking out for you. And then there's friendships where they they drain you. There's a lot of things that where, you know, in, in situations like that, they're not happy for you or other situations where like you're in a room and they're, I'm sorry, this is my biggest fucking pet peeve when people victimize themselves. We've talked about it before, but like friendships where you're just like, there I don't even know if it was like as a therapist at this point because it's like I feel like you tell me the same monologue every time that we hang out and I want to hear you out I just like you've done no change in your life so I just don't know I just don't know what to say you know what I mean like how much can you be there for somebody when they're unwilling to grow and change as human beings like I'll still be here for you but in my experience when people victimize themselves and they don't get like cold out about it, they end up doing it to you. Like they'll end up, they're not in a good, happy place. And they spread that like misery does love company. And they'll start like integrating, like if they're not good with boundaries, they will step over your boundaries. If you're not good at setting them, if you're not good at maintaining them, then they will try you. And then they'll be like, well, this situation happened because of blah, blah, blah. And they'll victimize themselves to you, like based on something that might have hurt your feelings. So I would say like, just be careful with people like that really like to victimize themselves. I, that's a new one that I've noticed that I'm like, oh, but when you're always the victim, 
then when are you accountable? Yeah. Right? So it's, it's yeah, it's, I think that's the last part that's like really important when it's just like, uh, we all hold stories about ourselves um, and we all hold these different stories. But if someone is a person who is always a victim, then they can never be a perpetrator of like hurt, you know? And that's where it gets like tricky to be a friend with someone with like, okay, they're not able to take accountability because it's not what did I do? It's what they even though, you know what I'm saying, they can't take accountability yeah. and that's really difficult to be with. I think another thing that's kind of related to that, that like I've seen um, with Misery Loves Company, when people are kind of in a messy place without direction, I think they make poor choices and being in the vicinity of people making poor choices makes, encourages you to make bad choices. Um, I've seen it with friends where I'm like, I don't hang out with that particular person anymore because... I just wasn't vibing with that energy. And then they come with these kind of like war stories of things that happened over the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like that's kind of the script of like what's getting played out. Um, And it's interesting to when you're, I've been like making a lot of like acquaintances and trying to build community uh, and seeing like what your community is based off of. And I think I've had to like lose friends just because it's like, bro, our community was based off of drinking and then I still obviously have a lot of the same friends but there's some people that just have fallen at the wayside because like that's it uh and I think that's okay for like friendships to be seasons of life and like without having any hate or animosity or I'm really careful about uh trying not to like look down on people who are just in a different season than me because I don't think I'm better than anybody else I just think they're in a different season and maybe they'll come back you know, maybe in the pilot and the new, uh, whatever, the first season episode, they'll come back, you know, maybe they'll do, maybe they'll come back, you know, maybe they've dropped off, but they'll come back and that'll be cool. But if not, that's cool too. And I'm kind of wanting to put more energy into new relationships with people who I'm finding community with based on who I am today and not like who I was three years ago. I like that. I think um, as somebody like I still go out and I meet a lot of people out, but I have learned how to quit a lot of friendships and separate acquaintances from like real genuine connections. And for me, like a big thing is like if I meet you out, like that's a level of like very surface level friendship where I'm like seeing you out or whatever. If we talk outside of seeing each other just when we're out, okay, then like you're my homie, whatever, still, but like still acquaintance level at this point. And unless you're reaching out to me on like a another type of vocation and we're doing other things than going out, like I don't really consider you my friend. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for people that like don't just want to go out. Like the other day I was like, do you just gonna go to the movies and like get dinner? Like that is like the type of effort and friendship that I'm looking for and the where you like actually sit with somebody and you base like a real genuine connection and you're reaching out when you know the other person is, is upset. I will say also with this, like sometimes people go through hard times, there's breakups, there's whatever. And I feel like it's fair to be like, yeah, we can cry and go drink about it one time. But after that, you need to be more productive with what you're doing, the activities that you're doing with the person that's hurt. Like their go-to cannot be, let's go get drunk and go to the club. Like that is, that's not being a good friend. Yeah. Being a good friend is being like, well, what do you need? Like, what do you actually need right now from a human being that's not specifically just a distraction? to get you out of like your headspace 
with something that at the end of the day is a depressant. So it's going to keep you in that headspace. And I will say, I feel like you should like allow people to grow and change. And like, um, sometimes people, the default people want to do with you is like, what has been the default. So like, if you, there are people that you can just like give another option to. And I found this a lot that like, people are so down to do different stuff besides just going out if you give them the Mm -hmm. option. But there are those people that aren't interested in that. And like, that's okay. If that's like, what that other person's looking for so like i would say like give people the opportunity to grow by inviting them to do other shit but um i think that's really important to not wallow in misery and try to help your friend out because if you are a friend let's do friend stuff which is like making building each other up and make sure we're doing like things to move out enabling yeah more bad behavior Mm -hmm. (laughs) more like self-harm right yeah yeah um, but there's a lot of things that honestly you can quit. There, obviously, the I uh, I I don't fully judge people who vape, but I will say if I'm like talking to a guy that I find cute and he vapes, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. I just I never really got into the nicotine. I I tried it when I was younger. I just it never hit the way I guess it hits for other people. But like I don't for me like people are so dependent on it. And I guess, like, when you're not looking at it from, like, you know, you're, like, in the in, not looking out. But as an out looking in, it's so weird to see somebody, like, literally be, like, where is it? To yeah. do something, like, they have to hit all the time. And, like, it's always in your hand. Like, it's weird. Babes, I'm telling you, <laughs> honestly, I think I would say that I think some people are, like, oh, if I wanted to quit, I would. You, and I'm, like, won't. but you can't. Like, but let's you be can't. honest. Yeah. Yeah, but your budget is like twenty to forty dollars a week on this. That's minimum. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the same thing. I just want to like give people the like the gift of like trying to quit and see how much your life really changes. Like, um, basically, like I know someone in my life that like smoked weed every single day for the past ten years, right? Not like I would say like not they were not constantly high all day every day, but like probably like oh it makes me sleep better you know it it Mm -hmm. it chills me out at night whatever they stopped and they realized that so like so much of what they thought weed was doing for them was kind of an illusion like they slept pretty decent yeah (laughs) they were out they were able to chill out on their own like they thought that weed made them more funny they realized they are just a funny person and they never would have like given themselves this gift of not spending money on weed anymore and being kind of like a little stressed out about like the weed situation whenever they're traveling you know uh and i think it's just so funny because it's like oh that's so funny because like your dependency was like in your mind and like all like the illusion was all up here and you found out that I actually don't need this to like be me or sustain like or be happy yeah there's also nothing more unattractive to me than you prioritizing picking up your marijuana over literally anything else at one time this guy he I mean where are we dating I don't know how you call it what you call it he was gonna he said he was gonna pick me up from the airport so I let him know. I'm like, almost there, whatever. Like, are you picking me up from the airport? He's like, well, I have to go pick up weed at blah, blah, blah. So, like, I can come get you, but then you're going to have to come with me. And I had been on an airplane for 12 hours, and I was hangry, and I let him know. And I was like, are you serious? Like, you're going to add an hour 
and two hours from me getting back home because we gotta go do this thing because you're dependent on this leave for one day. Um, I needless to say, we're not together. <laughs> yeah, and I just mean like honestly, it's so funny when people are like talking about like catching like charges you know like i know people don't think it's that serious but like when people are like okay i'm gonna ship it to the hotel so that i have weed when i get there it's like what what <laughs> like it's a week you it's three fucking days like you know no i know no it's it's um it's it's an interesting journey for sure not one that i can relate to but you know i understand codependency and addiction are real bitches and i a lot of people that are very codependent in marijuana or like uh, like vapes are like i'm not addicted you are but like you should <laughs> you are. like you know no judgment i just think that you should quit like just give yourself a yeah. little chance like yeah. do it for a couple of weeks man or like literally like i would say like challenge yourself for like 90 days and see if you can do it see what the effects are um because there might be like light on the other side and it would be different for every person but like give yourself a chance if anything it's monetary yeah you know what for i mean sure <laughs> yeah okay save your coin save your coin another thing you should quit and this is like at me kind of yeah but like do yourself my gym not my gym obsession but I feel like this could all just be wrapped into like the things we say we should do like I feel like I ha I tell myself I have to go to the gym every single day and honestly and if you don't like you feel bad about yeah. yourself if you're not like yeah and I honestly if there's a day where it literally you don't have the time if you go to the gym other days out of the week like just fucking just quit that day dude like just say fuck it like i'm not going today like you're not a bad person because you didn't go to the gym one fucking day dude today i walked right past my gym and i did not go in she did not collect 200 she did not pass go i just went nope and i was straight to the grocery store <laughs> yeah. like, i didn't want to go in there and that's okay totally and that's fine okay taking a little breaky break it's okay i think like Part of it is like expectations that you set on yourself, which is not bad. Like discipline is all, it's good. But if you're like tired and you're like pushing yourself an extra whatever, or you can get an extra hour of sleep for not going to the gym one day, like have a little compassion for yourself, you know, just be like, it's okay. And one day is okay. Also, we need rest days, babes. And yeah. I also think like, I mean, this is just for me personally. I'm not competing for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not in the fucking Olympics. I'm doing this purely because it makes me happy and brings me joy. So if one day it would bring me more joy to rest. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's choose rest. Let's be like, and feel good about it and not feel guilty about choosing rest over whatever. Facts. But to our discipline baddies, like do your thing. I think you're doing amazing. You're, you're allowed a break. <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like give yourself a break like give yourself breaks and that's in like everything too i feel like you're burning yourself out babes you should quit whatever you're doing that's burning you out you're probably doing too many things you probably got to cut like five or six things if you're me don't burn yourself yeah. out yeah sometimes you do need to you need to look at your priorities and figure out what your game plan is 
I right now I'm like I have a I have a light up whip. I want to get a fan. But then I'm like that's another thing to practice, and that's like another skill. While I have goals and other things, I'm like, so is this a realistic thing for me to like want to get and put time in, or should I just like not even start that right now? You know what I mean? So maybe you should quit before you actually do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do like another episode that's like the completely opposite because like I've seen you whip over the past year and you know I like your videos and I'm like girl this girl's so good look at what happened yeah. if she'd just quit because it was too hard too easy but I feel like once you've given yourself a year of trying to make something work babes you yeah. should quit <laughs> You can do anything, honestly. It turns out if you really set your mind to it, I honestly think you can do anything. So, you, you know, like, yes, you can do anything, but sometimes you should quit. Um, you know, I have another one, and maybe this could be our last one, but it's uh, keeping up appearances. You should quit. You should quit. There is absolutely nothing in life more painful than giving a fuck what somebody else thinks. <laughs> okay? Like, that is so much work to try to keep up an appearance or just like an idea of who you are for other people. Um, I see it in New York all the time. Like people, I would say, pretend to be in a different sort of like financial situation that they are. There's a lot of people with credit card debt, like massive, massive amounts of debt. that like to walk the walk, talk the talk, get like coffee every day, get like omakase every day. Um, that's not like realistic for everybody. And if you're hanging out with a lot of people that you want to keep that vibe up, it is exhausting and it is going to end up biting you in the ass to try to keep up that appearance. So I talked to someone who had moved to New York and racked up debt, like, because they just weren't getting paid enough to live what they had lived before. And I think a lot of people, yeah. some people do this, like, I mean... I don't want to come for people, but like, do you know people who like try to live in their parents' tax bracket? And you're like, no. So like, you can't afford that. Your dad can't, but like, you can't. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, you need to like be realistic and like, don't go into debt. Try to live up a Keep lifestyle. Up. Like what? Yeah. yeah. And it. Yeah. Nothing worse is than is getting out of debt. It's like I'm gonna be honest, girl. I've gotten out of debt. <sighs> Y'all know I got out of like $20,000 worth of credit card debt. All right. Now I'm credit card debt free. But it took me like maybe eight months to get into that much credit card debt. And it took me like five years to get out of it. And I think that this is something that you can reevaluate because for me, I was like, oh, I can afford facials and I can't afford facials, but you got to pick and choose. Okay. I can't afford facials, mm -hmm. nails two different types of fucking workout classes. You got to figure out what you value and do a little budget, babes. But keeping up appearances and keeping is so fucking overrated. Like, dude, who gives a fuck? And if you're in debt right now, like, no shame to your game. Everybody has been there. I started racking up a little debt and it scared me. I was like, oh my God, okay, I need to reassess. I think, like, this is a perfect time for you to cut your shit and look at your schedule and see, like, what it is that you are spending the most on and what changes you can make in your lifestyle for like a specific amount of time. Like you, if you really look at what you're spending and you change it and you plan it, you, you can get out of it. Like not super, it depends how much debt you're in, to be honest. But like, yeah. like if you have a plan, people get out of it. You just need to stick to your plan. But before you stick to your plan, you have to look at it. I think a lot of people are scared to look at 
like what they're spending, where they're spending, where their money's going, like make it a habit to check like what's going on like weekly, like, oh my God, how much money did I spend in this? And how much money um, do I have? Like giving yourself like an, an allowance per se to spend and everything else is allocated to something else. It's hard. Finances are hard. Some people are really good at them. Some people are not. I will say I'm, you know, I'm a David Ramsey hater. Okay. And he's like one of the people who's like, if you're in debt, spend no fucking money. You're on a rice and beans diet, beans and rice diet <laughs> until you're out of that debt. Okay. That's a, like a little intense, but it's pretty simple when it comes to <laughs> you're in debt. You either need to make more money or you need to spend less. Now, spending yeah. less money is a little easier than trying to make more depending on your financial situation. Yeah. But if you're living above your means, it's a lot easier to spend less money. Like, okay, we can't afford Uber Eats three times a week. It's just, it's, it's not practical. So no. quit spending <laughs> too much money. Please, please. Quit overspending. Yes. It's <laughs> 2024. All right. You got any other ones? Um, I guess you should quit. Honestly, throw away what you think you should do. Take that should away. I feel like I've been living in like a, I have a lot of expectations on myself. Some people live with expectations of others. I live in yeah. like expectations of myself. Um, yeah. I've been just trying to like delete the timeline that I thought was going to work out. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm turning 30. I thought I'd be at a different place. Delete it. Just delete the timeline and just focus on the goals <laughs> instead. Like that's what I'm yeah. trying to do instead of being like, Oh, okay. I was thought I was going to do this by 30. Okay. We're going to delete, do it by 30. And now we're just going to like try to do that thing. I like that. Yeah. Quit ex expect being expected to do something. I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't know how to word that, but yeah, I think, um, I'm kind of getting to that idea. I don't know. I think like everything is going to take time and like life will really lead you in any sort of way, shape or form. As long as like you have a goal, you're like working hard, you are making good connections. Like I think like things are going to line up. I think that you should maybe quit some of the expectations that you have on yourself because sometimes the things that you expect are not actually like what it's going to be like. Things just like, you know you get into the job that you thought you wanted and it actually sucks and then you have to rethink the plan. So allowing for it to be a little more flexible for you to take new opportunities, new chances and things you haven't tried before. I don't think that's ever a bad idea at the end of the day. Like it is hard to look at your life. Like, yeah, each year you get older, whatever. And I think there's like that countdown that comes with age, but it's all like in your life. Like it's all life happening at the same time in different moments you know yes in the in the timeline so allow yourself to play to give yourself a chance to do something else even if you feel like you might be too old for it I know there's people that are unhappy in relationships and they're like 40 50 years old I don't think it's too late to start over never you know? I think that's that's something that holds a lot of people they're like well I put a lot a lot of time and effort into this relationship I don't even know who I am outside of it that's not a reason to stay <laughs> that is a reason to go to, to say you know what I've been unhappy for 20 years I need to get the fuck out of here and I'm like it's a new chapter of my life regardless of how old I am boom yeah I love it those are all the things that you should quit <laughs> but I mean you should quit more things probably like, quit. those are you let level. us know what you quit yeah if you quit and it didn't work out don't hold us liable we're just, we're just hee hee ha ha's you know but like you know 
Yeah, I'm a quit. I'm a quit a bunch of things. I quit. I quit all my. You know how many Merry Christmas texts I got? I'm kind of offended, and I'm like, no, I'm quitting all of those little boys, blocking all of them. Like, oh my god, quit. Quit, baby. Quit, period. Quit, period. Delete. It's going delete. in the control recycle. Alt, delete. Yeah, control, control, alt, delete, alt, delete, baby. Delete. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, ring a ding, ding. It's the new year. So <laughs> look forward to another year of things for your concern. We love having you here. If you're here right now, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast, that you hit the like rate review button tell a friend if you want to follow us outside of our weekly little audio podcast you can find us on social media at thanks the number four your concern i'm at ella l tutor i'm at bernisa dsm we love you see you next week bye